Hello world, it's Charmaine and I'm back with another episode of Your Life Has Possibilities. I am so excited about this recording because I was just thinking about the word inspiration and what inspires people and what inspires me and this week has just been extremely busy. Um, just, you know, at work and at church and in my personal life. And I just felt like I wasn't going to have enough time to record for this week. And I was just inspired. I was inspired by seeing the children at the school continually be determined. I was inspired when I went to church on Sunday. It was on fire. I do hope that you all have a church home. And um, if not, I know that God is going to open up a door for you to find one. So let's get into this message this week is sudden inspiration. So I wanted to look up the official definition of inspiration just because I don't want to just, you know, talk out the side of my neck and make up things based off of what I've experienced. I do want to give you a legit definition. So inspiration is the process of being mentally stimulated to do or feel something, especially to do something creative. We all have a creative side. So some of us don't think that we're we're creative, but we actually are. Some of us are creative in making different art, you know, abstract art or like drawing pictures or painting. Some people are creative in music. They can sing, they can play an instrument, they can record and produce music. Um, Some people are creative in decorating for parties or holidays, you know, things of that nature. And so when you're inspired, it's like a right on time idea. Like you could be driving down the street and you've ever seen a, a sign on the side of the road and you're like, wow, that just spoke to me. Or a picture and you look at a picture in a museum and it's inspired you to go and create your own type of painting or a song you listen to. There's so many inspirational songs out there that will um, help you to move forward in your life and to strive for something better or a keynote speaker. You know, if you go to conferences or your job sends you um, to a workshop or a seminar, the keynote speaker may inspire you to do more on your job or to seek out, um, other opportunities. A friend may inspire you. A family member may inspire you. A message that you hear at church that go across the pulpit may inspire you from the pastor. If you have a mentor, they may inspire you to do better and to do Um, different things in your life. So when I was thinking about inspiration, I always like to connect things to um, my spiritual side. And so I was thinking about different Bible characters um, and which ones inspired me. And so I just want to pose that question to the listeners, which Bible characters inspire you? So I was doing some research and I found a few. And just want to read you the names from the Bible and just a quick snippet about each one for you to have a chance to reflect on it when you play back this podcast. Oh, Moses inspires me because, and then you can take the story of that Bible character and start to think about who they are and what they did. And hopefully that will help you to do more in your life. So let's listen to this. Moses was a man of patience. 
We know Moses had an extreme amount of patience with Israel as he led this hopeless generation. It just seemed like they couldn't get it right. It was like how we are in life. Um, I know he led them through the wilderness for 40 years. They praised God one minute and then they were complaining about God the next minute. And it's just like us. We get a job. We're happy. Oh, I got a new job. Thank you, Jesus. You calling all your friends and your family because you have a new place of employment or you have a new house. And then all of a sudden, here come the complaints. All right, maybe um, Abraham inspires you. He was a man of faith. We know that Abraham and Sarah were without children because they were old. And Abraham was 100 years old and Sarah was 90 years old when God promised Abraham a son. So can you imagine the relief when his son Isaac was finally born? So maybe you can relate to um, Abraham. Another person you may relate to is Elijah. Elijah is very bold. Maybe he inspires you. Elijah was the boldest of all prophets when wickedness and false idols of Baal were seen everywhere in the land. Elijah remained faithful to God. He did not fall. Or maybe you are inspired by Daniel, who was a man of devotion. And Daniel is a great man. Um, He's one that we could definitely model our life after his faith and devotion to God was unwavering. He refused to defile himself with King Nebuchadnezzar's food and wine. In fact, he did a challenge with him, you know, and or maybe David, the man after God's own heart inspires you. David is known as the man after God's own heart because of his passion for justice and for his bravery. So those are a few people um, in the Bible who may inspire you. One thing that I know we should do is always read our Bible because you don't know what could be there. I saw a, a, a story I was reading on churchgrowth.org. I don't know if any of you read um, Bible stories from this website, but this story really inspired me about going into my Bible, getting into my word and really seeking what God has to say. And some of you may have heard this story before. Okay, here's how it go. An elderly lady left $20,000 and her Bible and all it contains to her nephew. The young man knew what the Bible contained, so he didn't bother to open it. He merely picked it up and put it on a high (laughs) shelf in his house and headed for Las Vegas. We know what happens in Vegas stays in Vegas. So he was going to have a good time. It wasn't long until all his money was gone. He lived for the next 60 years homeless, scraping for every meal and barely having clothes on his back. As he was moving to a convalescent home, he reached up to grab that old Bible and accidentally dropped it from his trembling hands. It fell on the floor and opened, revealing a $100 bill between every page. That man lived his life homeless when he could have lived a life of luxury. Simply because of his prejudice, he thought he knew what the Bible contained. Most people don't know what the Bible contains. The Bible contains, listen, a wealth of incredible scientific, medical, and prophetic facts. We need to stay in our word and make that connection to what God is saying to us, what he wants to reveal to us. If you are inspired, 
you need to make that connection to the word of God. And when we make a connection to what inspires us and to the word of God, our creative begins to flow in a way that our minds could never imagine. It's like you are inspired to read a book, but when you make a connection to God and put him first and start to read what he says about who you are and what is inside of you and how he wants you to live and operate and function in the kingdom and in the marketplace, your creative will flow in a way that you could never imagine. And when that creative creativity starts to flow, we cannot allow distractions to come our way. We know that the devil will always come to distract us. That's his job. He's going to and fro on this earth trying to destroy others. He's trying to destroy us from what we have in our life, from what God wants for us in our life. We always have to remember what John 10 and 10 says that the enemy comes to kill, steal, and destroy. But God comes to give us life and life more abundantly. We need to remember who God is in our life and remember that he wants the best for us. All right, world, I'm going to continue with my message because I know God has something great in store for the listeners because the enemy is trying to mess up the podcast, but we're going to continue rolling in this. Remember what John 10 and 10 says, resist the devil. God wants us to live an abundant life. We must remain consistent in reaching our goals and do not make excuses. We don't want any excuses in our life. I found the top 20 excuses that people make. Number one, I'm too old to start. As long as you're still living and breathing, you still have all the resources to turn your life around. Number two, I'm not talented enough. Talent alone isn't enough to truly be successful. Remember, God is the one that created you. He created you to be fearfully. You are fearfully and wonderfully made. You are from a royal priesthood. God has everything that you need, any provision that you need. If you seek him first, he's going to provide it. Some people say, I wasn't born in the right area. Your environment may have influence over you the way you've been fostered, but that doesn't mean you can't decide to change your attitude. You are in control of what you choose to think and what you feel about yourself. This one I hear all the time. I come from a poor background. Some of the most successful people got there with little but a few dollars in their pocket. Money may help you reach your goals faster, but the real value is your inner resource. And remember, whatever you're doing, remember you're doing it for God. We are here to build his kingdom. There's nothing we can do on our own without him. Number five, some people may say, I'm not smart enough. Do not think you're not smart enough. There is good reason why you lack the knowledge. You're just starting. The key to learning is to start from somewhere and make progress. Some people may say, I don't have the support. While having the support is beneficial, it will not be the reason for your success. And it is simply ideal for you getting through hard times. The biggest things that matter in your journal journey toward success and achievement is your drive and motivation. What motivates you to keep going? Number seven, I don't have enough time to discover what I like. 
If you sit down and make a list, remember with your vision and mission statement, everything that you do on a typical day, you'll begin to realize that you actually have enough time. Figure out what is what you're wasting your time on. Replace it with the things that will get you to your goals. Are you on social media too much? Are you talking on the phone too much? Are you sleeping too much? Are you just playing video games? What are you doing to waste your time? Number eight, my family and friends don't think I'm capable. No one can tell you how capable you really are. Remember, listen to the word of God. If your friends and families disappear tomorrow, will any of it still affect you? You are the driving force between where you are and where what you want to be. Number nine, I don't know if I will succeed. Well, the greatest mystery about life is not knowing what's going to happen. Sometimes your journey will take you on roads you never thought existed. Number 10, I've already dedicated myself to a different path. It is never too late to change paths. Just because you're on one road doesn't mean you can't take a different path and pursue a different journey. Number 11, I'm just not lucky enough. Well, we know luck doesn't get us anywhere. We want to be blessed. We want to be blessed and highly favored. Number 12, I didn't have the right teachers. There aren't really many things in this world that you can't teach yourself. There are so many free and useful information you have access to at your fingertips that will give you the instructions you need to get started. Number 13, I'm not destined to succeed. As long as you are a child of God, God does not have a respect to person. He wants everyone to succeed. He wants everyone to prosper. Ultimately, what happens in your life is how much time you spend with God, receiving his blessings. Number 14, I'm not motivated enough. If you like the drive to do whatever it is to do what's on your heart, what inspires you, that is from you. This is something that you have to do from the inside. If you like the drive to do whatever it is or you hope to do, there's a chance you don't want it bad enough or see it as something you really want. Or number 15, I'm too easily distracted by other things. This is something that I've talked about. There are always going to be things around us that are so fun, so exciting to do. Our friends are going out. Our friends are kicking it, having a good time. But the key thing is to be disciplined and to dedicate a certain period of your time to help move you forward towards your goals. I'm not telling you not to do anything fun and just be overworked and not have a balance in your life. One of the the principles that I like to follow is sharpen the salt. That's having a balance. When do I go out and have fun? When am I dedicating myself to what inspires me to my dream to my vision what am how when am i finding time to dedicate myself to the lord so we must always have a balance but remember don't let the little things distract you and get you off course number 16 some people say i'm not educated enough education isn't necessarily something you have to learn at school you can never have enough education to get started if you're unsure Just take action anyway and learn along the way. Experience will always be the best educator. Number 17, I can't handle failure. Well, who wants to fail? No one starts something to say, oh, I'm going to fail today. 
If that's your belief, then it's a lie and the devil is a liar. Don't allow the devil to get up in your mind and tell you you're going to fail. We are rejected every day of our lives, but we fail to see the rejections because we don't choose to acknowledge them. Remember, failure is the best experience. I will start tomorrow. There is no such thing as a future, only the present. If you genuinely have the time to do something now, then use the opportunity to go and do it. And plus, we're never promised tomorrow. And if you put off tomorrow, it's almost like you're telling yourself, I don't have enough energy or I'm not motivated. Knowing you've pushed yourself to make progress will let you know that, oh, this is something that I need to truly do. Or number 19, some people say, I'm not ready. You can never be prepared to get started. If it means learning more will prevent you from failure, then you're wrong. You will make mistakes and simply learning more will fool you into thinking you're making progress. Then in fact, it's simply a buffer from taking action. And number 20, I don't believe I can do it. Okay. If you go back to point number 14, your beliefs help steer and guide you towards your goals. If you honestly believe with full conviction that you can do it, you will start to see that everything around you becomes easier. The quality environment is dictated by the things inside you. Now stop making excuses. Go forth and prosper. Go forth and prosper. God wants so much for us. Do you believe that God wants so much for you? Let's stop and think about that. What do you think God wants for you? What do you see God doing in your life? How do you see God changing things in your life? How do you see your motivation changing? How do you see your inspiration changing? Let's get rid of the excuses. Let's take off the seatbelt and move forward into what God wants for us. We all have an elephant we are carrying. We are all carrying an elephant inside of us. All right, world, I want to end this recording with the story of the pregnant elephant. Do you believe that you're carrying an elephant? Well, listen to this story and make your decision at the end. An elephant and a dog became pregnant at the same time. Three months down the line, the dog gave birth to six puppies. Six months later, the dog was pregnant again and nine months on it gave birth to another dozen puppies. The pattern continued. On the 18th month, the dog approached the elephant questioning, are you sure that you are pregnant? We can't, we became pregnant at the same day. I have given birth three times to a dozen puppies and they are now grown to become big dogs. Yet you are still pregnant. What's going on? The elephant replied, There is something I want you to understand. What I'm carrying is not a puppy, but an elephant. I only give birth to one in two years. When my baby hits the ground, the earth 
feels it. When my baby crosses the road, human beings stop and watch in admiration. What I am carrying draws attention. What I am carrying is mighty and great. Don't lose faith. When you see others receive answers to their prayers, don't be envious. Remember that you are carrying an elephant. God wants so much for your life. Your life has so many possibilities. Stay in your word, stay in prayer, find a good Bible-based church home so that you can truly understand what God has for you in your life. Because when what is birthed inside of you hits the ground, the earth is going to fill it. We are kingdom builders. I am so excited about what God is doing in your life right now, what he is going to do for your life. Continue, continue to have positive thoughts. Subscribe to your life has possibilities. Please write a review. And I do hope that you've enjoyed this podcast, A Sudden Inspiration.